What's up, everyone? I am so happy you're here, and I'm stoked for this episode. I have Brian Huberty on the podcast today. He is the botanist for the company Live Ultimate, which sells functional mushrooms and superfoods. Um, This company is so awesome, and he'll dive into why that is. There is a lot of functional mushroom companies out there, um, but a lot of them are mass-producing and growing their mushrooms on oats and rice instead of logs which is how they're grown in nature and um, it actually decreases the quality of the mushroom and the benefits that you get Um, so he will go way more into detail as to what this means Um, but a lot of those companies are kind of like a placebo product and Brian is here to give some insight as to what to look for in a product, what are the active compounds, what do they do for your mental and physical health and immune system, and if by the end of this episode you're like, get me on this mushroom train, or you're still left a bit curious, I am an ambassador for Live Ultimate, so I can send you any resources you need, really informative videos, anything you need to know more about mushrooms in this company specifically, and maybe a little discount. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I started taking functional mushrooms instead of coffee in the morning and I make it kind kind of to like a mushroom latte and it doesn't taste like mushrooms. It just tastes like honey and oat milk if you choose to do that. But I immediately feel my mood kind of boost or I feel better. I know my immune system is strengthening. There are so many benefits to including functional mushrooms in your day-to-day life. And so let's get into the podcast so you can hear more about what Brian has to say. Brian, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I'm so excited for our conversation. Thanks for having me, Molly. I'm really excited to talk mushrooms. Me too. I recently introduced mushrooms into my life and I have noticed so many significant benefits in basically all areas, mental health, focus, immunity. And so I just thought you were the perfect person to have on today just to kind of give my audience a little deep dive into what mushrooms do and why they are so powerful and kind of your story and just share a little bit about how they had an impact on your life. So yeah, let's get into it. Awesome. Um, Yeah, just uh, maybe tell a little bit about your story and how you um, came across mushrooms and what they've done for you. Okay. Um, I mean, I've met a lot of really cool people in my life who have also been mushroom experts, so I can't say that it's just been, you know, my story that's made a big impact. Um, But I'm originally from Wisconsin, from Madison, Wisconsin, the capital. And I went to the University of Wisconsin and got a botany degree. And I graduated in 2002, which was 20 years ago, with a degree in botany and conservation biology and environmental studies. Um, My focus in botany was actually on mushrooms and also on native plants. Um, I was an ecologist in Wisconsin for about 10 years. I helped restore prairies and wetlands and oak savanna forests. And um, I, I actually worked with landowners and the government for about 10 years doing restoration of land. And um, mushrooms became a passion of mine probably in my late teen years, working on my older brother's organic farm. Um, my background is my mom was a, a pharmacist in a hospital for about 
35 years. She just retired a couple of years ago. And, and I was always intrigued by the work she did as a pharmacist. And even though, um, you know, there it's different, you know, herbalism and pharmacy, um, a lot of prescription drugs are made from plants and mushrooms, about 70% or so. Um, and my older brother started an organic farm when I was about 15 and he was 18 or 19. Um, and he had accounts at local restaurants. And so I was working on his farm. Um, I met a lot of like hippies in Wisconsin. Um, I actually had dreadlocks myself back then. Um, I was quite the little hippie and I got exposed to all this knowledge and I just ran with it. And um, so I was always drawn to plants and mushrooms just because I think I'm more of a um, solitary person like that. I, you know, um, I like, you know, being in nature. Um, and, um, you know, I was, um, I was always a fan of mushrooms. I liked um, medicinal mushrooms, which we now call functional. I liked culinary mushrooms a lot. And I was even exposed to a psilocybin at, you know, in my late teens. And, and you know, and might not have been in the perfect setting in a, with a shaman or in a, you know, you know, ceremony. And now I'm more in that type of a structured environment with plant medicine, as they call it here in Miami. Um, but, um, you know, I'm, I've, I co-founded the Miami Mushroom Fest about two years ago with two of my partners. And we educate people about and raise awareness about all types of mushrooms. We celebrate the entire community of mushrooms. It's a whole kingdom. Um, it's very special. It's very different than a plant or an animal. Uh, it's its own unique kingdom. It has so many unique benefits and uses that even go beyond medicinal uses that go to um, materials, that go to technologies, that go to even how we think about connections in nature and how we build and how we, how we support each other and even how things are developed like the internet. It all comes back to how mushrooms interact in nature. Um, so I guess I really also fell in love with mushrooms because I started taking cordyceps at around the age of 20 or 18 um, as a soccer player. And I played soccer until I was about 28, but at about the age of 20 and cordyceps, I knew some people that were very knowledgeable back then. And I was also working in a naturopathic pharmacy. Um, so I worked at a place that, you know, people would come in and ask questions about, you know, oh, I have a cold or, oh, I need something for my inflammation. Um, and I was an expert who worked, you know, as a retail associate in, a, in, a, in, a, in an herbal pharmacy. Um, and I, I helped people with their, um, I got certified in homeopathy and also in, um, I took some courses in herbalism and worked on some organic farms around the country and, 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 and did some cool things, some wild crafting. But basically, um, cordyceps, I, I learned about it pretty early. I, I was around some really cool people. I was learning about some really interesting stuff and cordyceps jumped out to me as one of them that I, I was very um, attracted to. And as a um, soccer player, I needed a lot of stamina and cordyceps helped me. Now, fast forward about eight years or 10 years, and I, I became a professional marathon runner at the age of 28. I mean, it took me about three or four years, but I started running marathons at 28 and retired from being a soccer player. And now at the age of 43, I'm ranked number five in the US and number 19 in the world as a, um, as a master's marathon runner, which means men over 40. So for over 40, I'm one of the top five in the US and top 19 in the world based on my performances in the last year. Um, I won four marathons. I won the Fort Lauderdale Marathon twice in 2010 and 2016. I won the Bahamas Marathon in 2012, and I won a couple others. But it's honestly, it wasn't even the wins that are the most 
inspiring. Although they're inspiring, don't get me wrong. Winning is inspiring, but it was, I keep improving now in my forties than back even in 2016, six years ago, I keep getting faster and actually more stamina and healthier. And I feel like I'm getting younger because I'm doing all of the, the right things with my diet and with my lifestyle and with mushrooms and also with some, you know, interesting anti-aging technology that is very, you know, well-known and, you know, things that IVs and stuff that can help you with, you know, as your body starts producing less of something, you can supplement it. So I've always been kind of a, a mad scientist with herbs and also with mushrooms and cordyceps is something I've been taking for about 20 years and continue to take. And I think that it helps so much with um, athletic performance, but also with energy and with lung health and with, um, you know, so many other things in the body. Cordyceps is, you know, fertility and, um, and sexual function, although I don't have any kids. Someday I'll have 20 kids, hopefully. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it. I, I just really fell in love with cordyceps about 20 years ago. And then the knowledge grew over the years to reishi and chaga and lion's mane. And every time I learned about a mushroom, and I also loved eating them um, and growing them. And I, I, I got to work on some farms where we grew them. And I know some people in Miami who grow um, in um, commercial settings, in, in entire buildings, like facilities, they grow oyster and other mushrooms. I know some people who grow lion's mane, like make their own tinctures and some local brands. So it's really taking off, you know, the, um, the arts and crafts side of it. People are, um, it's not just, you know, people growing in their apartment. It's also people growing in their backyards and people gr growing for restaurants and also people growing for Etsy and for all these other places that they can make their own tinctures, you know. And, um, but when it comes to powders, you know, Live Ultimate has the best powder in the world, uh, Ultimate Shrooms. And yeah, we can talk about why that's so special today on your So kind of a long-winded uh, background, but basically I'm a professional marathon runner that, um, that has a mom who's a pharmacist. So I just really love organic chemistry and I love to read about stuff. And, um, you know, I, I'm not scared to do the research and the research shouldn't be scary. You just go online and start at, you know, point one or step one and you just learn as you go. And I don't know everything. I've consulted with people like Jeff Chilton and other experts um, you know, who have been studying mushrooms for 50 years, um, and are in their seventies and eighties. Um, I still have, I still learn every day and I will learn for the rest of my life. So it's just, it's a lifelong learning process. And yeah, it does help having a background in organic chemistry and in botany and in mycology, um, and doing tissue culturing and understanding all the names of like all the parts of the mushroom, like the chitin versus the, and what an alpha glucan versus the beta glucan is. But, you know, you don't have to know all that to be passionate and you can learn it as you go. Whenever you're ready, you'll learn it when you need to learn it. You might not need to know what that is at this point in time. You might more need to know why does mushrooms help with inflammation, you know? So we can talk about any questions you have today. And if I don't know the answer, I'll, I'll be straight up with you too. Yeah, that brings me to the question of, um, there, there are so many different mushrooms like reishi, chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps. So do each of them kind of have a specific, ooh, I this love that. Wow, yeah. so, so cool. Uh, this so is cool. actually uh, grown um, non, it's grown vegan, yeah. Um, tissue cultured versus on um, caterpillars. It's not wild, unfortunately, but. Interesting, so. It is big. Yeah, so you said there's so many. How do you know which one could be the best for you? Yeah, exactly. Or do they each kind of have their own? Because I feel like each mushroom has an array of benefits, but does each one kind of have a specific, like one is for immunity and like cordyceps is a little bit better for getting, you know, gaining stamina and endurance and, and stuff like that. Like maybe go into that a little bit because I'm really curious. Yeah. 
Well, um, there's so many mushrooms, first of all, in the world. There's probably millions of species, maybe even billions. Um, they have not discovered all the forms of fungi and mushrooms in the world. There's still many undiscovered species. There's over 300 species, according to PubMed, 300 different species that have um, anti-tumor properties. So that alone shows you that the eight we have at Live Ultimate and Ultimate Shrooms, it's just the tip of the iceberg, but they're the eight most well-studied and most well, most used, most commonly used and most well-studied with evidence to back up and safety protocols of use because they've been used for sometimes, you know, 5,000 plus years due to Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine use. Um, but all mushrooms, not all mushrooms, but most functional mushrooms, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, what that means. Um, are immune supporting. They're called immune modulators. So they aren't just immune boosting, they're immune balancing. A modulator is something that, that, that brings about balance. So if your immune system is overactive or hyper, it could help to relax your immune system into a more stable state. If your immune system is sluggish, which a lot of people do have a sluggish immune system, um, especially people who live in Northern states and don't get the type of vitamin D I get in Miami. Um, you know, overall, the functional mushroom category is known as immune balancing, immune modulating. They're called immunomodulators, but they're immune balancing. They're immune supporting. They support and help to help to have a strong immune system, whatever that means. Because again, some people have autoimmune disorders and mushrooms can support that. Um, but mushrooms are also generally known to help again, functional, because when we talk about mushrooms, there's three big categories there's, um, that I can think of. There's um, culinary, um, medicinal, which we call functional for a reason. And then the third one would be perhaps psychedelic, uh, mind altering. So if you talk about culinary mushrooms, those are generally raw mushrooms um, that don't have the same medicinal or nutrient value as a medicinal functional mushroom. Uh, functional mushrooms to have the medicinal value and to have the beta glucans. We're going to talk about what the beta glucans are and how they impact your health. Um, they have to go functional medicinal mushrooms have to go through a have to go through a hot water and in some cases um, alcohol extraction. They go through two extraction processes. Hot water for all mushrooms helps to pull out the beta glucans from the chitin. You can think of the chitin as the cell wall, even though um, they don't have a cell wall like a plant, um, basically like a vegetable has something called cellulose. Paper is made out of cellulose, broccoli is cellulose, carrots are cellulose, apples, all these things have, have a cell wall made out of cellulose. Mushrooms don't have cellulose, they have something called chitin. And chitin is like a brick wall and it does not get broken down by chewing or, di or by stomach acid, not at all. Digestion or chewing will not break down the cell wall, I mean the chitin, of, it is the cell wall of the mushroom. Um, it, so you need to do a three hour hot water boil to extract the beta glucans. So all functional mushrooms, if they're good ones, and this is where it comes into what Live Ultimate teaches, which is reading your labels, you know, these are medicinal mushroom extracts. What is an extract? An extract has gone through an extraction process using hot water and if necessary, ethanol or um, you know, a very clean form of alcohol that's at a high percentage. Um, and then they remove the alcohol. And um, so it, like the harder mushrooms, reishi and chaga need to go through a dual extraction. The soft mushrooms, um, cordyceps, lion's mane, um, shiitake, oyster, maitake, 
those all just need hot water for three hours. And that process, after it's done, they take the, they keep the liquids and they remove the solids because the liquids contain all the goodness, um, which is mainly the uh, beta-glucans, but there's other things that the, the hot water pulls out too, besides beta-glucans. We can talk about that if you want. There's a whole array of compounds. Beta-glucans are just the most famous and the most studied. Um, but you keep the liquid and remove the solid, and then the liquid is made into a powder or into a, you know, another type of um, preparation. Um, if you use alcohol, it's either made into a tincture or they evaporate off the alcohol, again, keeping the liquids, removing the solids. And again, when they do the extraction with the alcohol, they do the hot water extraction first, and then they follow it up with the alcohol extraction because there's certain things in the reishi and chaga that cannot be extracted with hot water. Um, they're um, triterpenes and other um, compounds that have to go, have, they can only be removed with alcohol, but you always want to do the hot water first, then the alcohol, and then you have this liquid left that they can make a powder out of by doing a spray dry dehydration process um, and evaporate off all the liquid and you're left with the powder with no alcohol in it at all. Um, or you can make a tincture and keep the alcohol and it can be used like a dropper under the tongue. Um, so there's many ways to prepare functional mushrooms, but um, Basically, you, you know, mushrooms are all generally immune supporting because beta glucans generally help support and modulate balance the immune system. They also tend to help with brain function and energy. So there's a crossover in the functional. And the reason I kind of broke down the extraction there is because um, with culinary mushrooms, you don't need to do any extraction. With the ones we eat, we just put in our stir fry in our wok or we put them in a, um, we steam them or we use, um, that's mainly how I use them is I either stir fry them or I steam them or I cook them somehow in a, in a, in my oven. Um, you can eat them raw too. I've had raw mushrooms, but generally mushrooms are considered safer when they're cooked. Cause you know, you can cook off any potential bacteria or anything that from the soil. Um, and, but, um, you know, with, with a, with a edible mushroom, with the culinary mushroom, you don't get any immune support. What you get more are um, glutathione and you get ergosterols and you get, and some of these compounds do show up in medicinal mushrooms, but you get other compounds. You get B vitamins, you get fiber, you get, um, you don't get any fiber with, um, with, with ultimate shrooms because all the solids have been removed. This is a fiber-free product. This is a hundred percent pure, you know, beta-glucan rich extract that's from, um, you know, an extraction process. Whereas with the culinary mushroom, you're taking the, 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 the mushroom fruiting body and you're actually eating it. And you don't even need to cook it. In some cases, like um, you can just eat a raw mushroom. In many cases, some have to be cooked. And then with psychedelics, of course, you know, um, you can eat them raw or you can make a preparation out of them as well. So mushrooms are really versatile. Um, but in general, to get the goodness, I love to call it the goodness, to get the goodness out, you need to go through an extraction process. And that's why we call ultimate shrooms um, a functional mushroom extract powder as a scientist. Um, hopefully that answers your question. But yeah, all mushrooms tend to be immune supporting, brain supporting, energy supporting. And then a lot of mushrooms do also help lower blood sugar and other factors in the body like blood pressure. They help to balance blood sugar. Most mushrooms tend to help with blood sugar control, which is amazing for people that are pre-diabetic or diabetic or just a struggle with their blood sugar management. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Very but then, then some of them have, you know, very interesting qualities too. So they are unique, but there are crossover qualities, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I feel like one of the most popular ones, at least for um, 
in in my little circles, everyone seems to know about Lion's Mane. Do you have, mm -hmm. do you take Lion's Mane? And and I always wonder, I've heard it's it's really good for your, your brain and it also kind of looks like a brain. And so I think that's kind of interesting. It's almost like it was put on earth for us to figure out that it was really good for the brain. But I just yeah. wonder how, what's like the mechanism? I'm always someone that kind of like, someone could tell me oh it's really good for your brain health or your memory but i'm like but how how does that work in your yeah. body so just like if you know anything about that i'm sure you do yeah yeah, yeah. lion's mane is one of the most popular mushrooms nowadays and it supports your um, neurological health your brain memory concentration focus some people even compare it to adderall and say that it's superior to adderall um we don't like to make any claims when it comes to anything that's a prescription drug or pharmaceutical because um you know there's um there's compliance and uh, we don't want to get we don't we are not doctors so nothing we say can be used to, um is intended or should be used to um treat diagnose prevent or cure i mean you could talk about prevention prevention's great but as far as curing and treating and diagnosing we're not doctors so we have to be careful what we say but, but i am a mushroom expert and i can talk about my background which is I've done a lot of research on um, PubMed and Healthline. You can go to pubmed.gov. It's very simple. Just go to Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use. Type in PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D.gov. It's going to bring up the entire National Institute of Health, National Library of Congress, all these studies. Every single study that's ever been done almost in the world is on PubMed. And it has there's many different names for PubMed. And there's also other research clearinghouses out there on the internet. Um, I've actually been pointed towards some in the past. And you can even just use a search engine and look for um, clinical trials. Uh, you wanna look for studies versus just, um, you know, blogs are great. Um, I've done blogs and I love bloggers, but you know, we have to actually have to do clinical trials to get data that can be used um, to make claims. Otherwise it's just a testimonial. Um, Lion's Mane has been showed in clinical trials and the best clinical trials are double blind placebo controlled and randomized. Mm -hmm. So double blind means the participant did not know whether they're taking a placebo or the um, lion's mane. Um, it's placebo controlled and it's randomized. So you, you know, you didn't just pick an, a marathon runner like me to get the, to get the, the good stuff, you know? So that's the randomized part. And they will take a big sample size, like, you know, nine person sample size for a study is not very big. So you'd want more like a hundred people to, you know, at least some studies have thousands of people. Um, to control certain factors, sometimes 100 is a good number for a study. Um, but the studies have shown, clinical um, trials have shown that lion's mane um, helps to boost um, neurite outgrowth. And neurites are basically um, your neurons that are formed in your body, in your brain. And they help with memory, concentration, and focus. They help with brain function, brain health. Um, for the elderly, they're so important because, you know, we start to not grow and um, replace brain cells after a while, you know, and that's what happens with um, dementia and with Alzheimer's. And we're not making any claims that lion's mane can reverse or treat those 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 uh, conditions. But um, lion's mane has been shown to boost neuron neurite outgrowth, um, and it's got something in it called nerve growth factor (NGF), and it is shown to help um, improve. Um, neuron growth in the brain by up to 20%. I don't know the exact number, if it's 12 or 15 or 18 or 20, but it, it's, it's a significant number. And anything above even five or 2% is significant because we're talking about, you know, improving neuron growth in your brain. 
you know, like as athletes, there's a shoe called the Nike 4% that gives you a 4% increase. And it's a very, it's the most popular shoe in the world for uh, marathon runners and a 4% increase in marathon running is huge. So imagine what a 4% increase can do in the brain. Um, you know, we only use, I was actually, I watched the movie Lucy last night with Scarlett Johansson. And, um, in that movie, she gains hundred percent of her brain function. Um, and they say that humans only use like 10% at most ever of our brain. And that once you start using 20, you can control your environment and you can like start to literally control other people. And so again, the human brain is fascinating. Um, mushrooms have been shown to support memory, uh, especially lion's mane. It's the most well-known to help with neurite outgrowth. Um, neurogenesis is something that happens during exercise and in infants, but in exercise, it's interesting, during cardiovascular exercise, which I'm right about to go and do at the track, you get um, neurogenesis, which is new neurons uh, being born. Um, and neurons help with your nervous system in your brain. Um, and they also help with just brain activity. Um, but um, people who suffer nervous system disorders, um, can find some benefit from lion's mane. Um, people that, um, uh, that have issues with their neurology, I'm trying to think of an exact specific case study, um, but I do know that um, it's, it's useful for people with um, hyperactivity, children that were on Adderall. We have testimonial from several of our customers and ambassadors that they have weaned their kids off of their Adderall, their teenagers off of Adderall over the course of two months, not just cold turkey. But over the course of a month or two, weaned them off of Adderall and replaced it with um, Ultimate Shrooms. And, you know, ultimately, I think it's the lion's mane that makes a big difference, but it's also the cordyceps, the reishi. You know, all the mushrooms are really great for kids. They're also great for dogs and cats. And we can talk about that if you want. I give my cats mushrooms and they're proven to be safe for all, you know, dogs and cats in general. Um, just you have to give them the right amount. We can talk about that. It's a whole conversation. You know, you got to do it on body weight. You got to do it intuitively. You got to use common sense. Always use common sense. You would never give a dog or a cat the same amount you'd give yourself, especially right away. So we're much bigger than them. And we have, um, you know, much more history and tolerance maybe. But yeah, I mean, mushrooms, uh, lion's mane, I guess it's so fascinating because Paul Stamets talked about using it with um, psilocybin and he talked about stacking it. And Paul Stamets is one of the world's top experts, of course. Um, and he talked about combining lion's mane with psilocybin to help with PTSD, creativity, neurogenesis, and um, like basically helping support your brain. Um, but he mentioned PTSD specifically. And I think also like concussions and, you know, um, I've had a lot of concussions actually in my life. I got run over by a motorcycle about 15 years ago in Jamaica in a marathon that I was competing in and I almost died. Uh, it wasn't my fault. I was just a random person that got hit by a motorcycle that was out of control. And um, I had, a, I've had three or four bad concussions in my life. And, um, you know, mushrooms have been proven along with CBD to help a lot with, with concussions and with brain injuries. So boxers, NFL players, even hockey, any, any type of sport where you're taking contact, you know, soccer, you're going up for a header. They did studies on soccer players that all those headers they do and all the collisions in the air, they tend to suffer brain damage over the course of a 20 year career. Um, NFL players obviously have issues in the, and I think lion's mane could really support these people um, along with possibly psilocybin, you know? Because mm -hmm. so. psilocybin has also been shown to help with brain injuries. So all these studies are emerging now, lion's mane, psilocybin, you know, CBD, they're all, at first they were taboo. Well, not lion's mane, but you know, it, 
you're right. You know, lion's mane looks like a mushroom. I mean, it looks like a brain. Um, and it looks like a cloud a little bit too. Um, but uh, it, it's really cool. And it, it does have a compound in it called NGF, nerve growth factor. Or that's what it helps produce in the brain. The compounds, basically, let's talk about the compounds really quick. Yeah. Beta-glucans are known to help with everything. So there's a lot of different type of beta-glucans. They help with immune support. They help with brain. They help with energy. They help with um, blood sugar. They help with fertility. They help with stamina. They help with reducing inflammation, which is a big thing mushrooms do. We can talk about reishi and how it lowers inflammation and gout and in arthritis and hepatitis and other injuries or chronic conditions like gout or hepatitis. But um, lion's mane has a compound in it called... Um, uh, Okay, so I'm gonna. They name the compounds after the species name. So the species name for uh, lion's mane is Heraceus. Her, her, sorry, I'm gonna get this wrong. Heraceon her, aranaceus. <laughs> the first part, the genus, is starts with an H. It's H E R I C I O N E, something like that. Heraceon, and then the, the the species name is aranaceus, like Aran. E R I N A C E U S. So Heraceon aranaceus. And it produces um, an acid, and I don't want to get it wrong, but what is, because cordyceps produces cordycepin acid. Reishi is known as Ganoderma lucidum, and it produces Ganodermic acid. Lion's mane produces an, an acid, and the acids aren't bad acids, by the way. People think of acid and they think of the drug, or they think of acidic things in your body, which aren't good, but actually many acids are good, like elagic acid, which is in... Um, Kamu Kamu, and also in other uh, superberries, uh, elagic acid is an antioxidant. And that's very good for helping your arteries and your heart, among other things, and helping reduce inflammation in your body. So many acids are actually good. That's why we can't ever think of anything as good or bad, even. Like, I hate saying good or bad. It's just something as conditioned, we're conditioned to do that as humans, kind of, you know, and talk about, oh, good or bad. Well, no, it is what it is. It's a compound. Um, so lion's mane not only has beta-glucans, but Oh gosh, I'm gonna get it wrong now. Aaron, it's got a certain acid and it's got an yeah. acid profile and it's got some other compounds in it too. We'd have to go a little deeper dive into lion's mane on, on Google to get the exact names. Um, I'm gonna kick myself later because I can't remember the name of the exact acid. If it came to Chaga, I know it's betalunic acid named after the species, the tree it grows on, the, the birch tree, which is the species is betula. So they also, they always name the acids after the genus of the mushroom or the species name, or the host it grows on, which in the case of lion's mane would be a hard wood. And we didn't talk about that yet, but you want to get a mushroom product like Live Ultimate Shrooms that grow on um, wood, which is what mushrooms were intended to grow on, not oats or brown rice, which is what 90 to 95% of the market of mushroom products, they use cheap mycelium, which is not the mushroom. It's not the mushroom at all. It's the underground part, which is like the root structure it's kind of analogous to the root structure. It's not, it's not like a root. A root is what a plant has. A mushroom has mycelium, which is like the internet. It's an underground connection system that's almost invisible of hyphae and nodes. And it's literally invisible. And um, I mean, it looks like a fuzz when you magnify it and grow it in like a larger amount of concentration. But you know, the Chinese and Russians and Norwegians and all these really wise cultures, they never used the mycelium ever. They didn't even know how to because it was mixed into the soil. They used a fruiting body and studies have shown that the fruiting bodies, um, the beta-glucan levels are 30 to 50 times higher. So, I mean, I have charts and this is data that's available online that shows that every single species in ultimate shrooms and other functional mushrooms species 
if you look at the mycelium versus a fruiting body and you look at the beta glucan levels, the mycelium is often has beta glucan below 1%, at least below five or you know, 6%. Like let's say on average two to 3%. And the fruiting bodies have on average 30 to 55% beta glucans of all the mushrooms across the board. The only exception being chaga because it's actually a very strange mushroom. We can talk about that in a little bit, but it's actually a growth on a tree that's like a piece of charcoal growing. It's a, it's a sclerotium, which grows on a tree. There's a technical word for a growth on a tree that is not a fruit, it's not a fruiting body. It's, 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 a, it's basically a cancer on a tree, but we can talk about that if you want, but basically, yeah, lion's mane is a fascinating mushroom and people should take more and more of it. They're, you can take these mushrooms at high levels and you don't have to be so worried. They're generally recognized as safe by the FDA. So you can, that's another reason why pets can have them, you know? But again, there could be allergies. So you always smart, start with smaller amounts for humans and for pets. You know, there's, it's very rare for a human to have a, a mushroom allergy. Um, some people think they're allergic to mushrooms and unless they've had the blood test done, you can't say conclusively, or if you get major symptoms just from taking a tiny amount of just mushroom, you know, and it could be a certain type of mushroom. But again, I've probably met less than two people in my entire life that could say they're allergic to mushrooms. And I've talked to thousands of people about this. So it's very rare to be allergic to a mushroom. Interesting. So, um, when you were talking about companies, using um, oats and brown rice versus growing on actual wood. I'm just curious as to um, exactly what to look for when you're buying a mushroom supplement because there's a lot. And I've learned um, after becoming a Live Ultimate Ambassador, I kind of learned more about this. I used to use um, the ohm mushrooms and then I realized I learned a little bit more about mushrooms. And so I just wanted to... Um, know a little bit from you about what exactly to look for when you're looking for a mushroom product and obviously i love live ultimate and they're very transparent in the ingredients and the process that the mushrooms go through but just to give kind of people an idea of where to start if they want to start um supplementing these into their daily life what they what they should look for well i made a youtube video called um how to read a mushroom um label and, and what you should look for and why it's important. And the most important thing, the first thing I say in the video is just turn the bottle around and read it or turn the packaging around. Read every single part of the box and packaging. Read everything, even go on the website. But if the, if the company, so there's not a law requiring a company to tell you where they get their mushroom from. It's up to the company. It's up to the company's um, integrity, authenticity, and um, I think integrity is the right word to, to, to disclose where they're getting the mushroom from. It, you know, it's required to say if it's organic that you use the seal. Ours are USD organic. We have the seal there. We have the right to use that. You can't say that unless it's organic. But with the product in general, a company can just say that it is cordyceps mushrooms and just put it on the market and just forget about it. And just, it could be owned by a, by, you know, a, um, hedge fund, you know, let's just pick on the hedge funds for a second. Yeah. <laughs> they, have no, they have no integrity. We know hedge funds have no integrity in general because uh, they manipulate the stock market. So if they owned a mushroom product, then we know that they'd probably be giving us a fake one, that they cut all the corners in capitalism. Um, instead of doing what nature intended, they, they, they did what capitalism, you know, would support, which is let's get the cheapest mushroom product possible, hype it up, and don't put much on the label at all. Just put that it's cordyceps and, and you don't have to put where you grew it on or the, the beta glucan levels or that it's 100% anything or pure. You don't have to talk about fillers. You don't have to educate in the industry. None of that is required. That's all optional. 
Live Ultimate does that because we care and we want to improve the industry and we want to change, you know, the industry. We used to say change the world, but the world is fine. The world is great just the way it is. Humans need to change, not the world. And that's a big thing. That's a big message. Yeah. The humans need to change, not the world. The world is beautiful before we started to screw it up. The industry needs to change, not the world. The industry is really bad, Molly. Um, there are no laws regulating labels except that you can't make a claim like a medical claim. That's like the only thing they look for. And they don't even enforce that 100% because they don't have enough um, resources, uh, personnel, agencies, people to even, there's so many supplements out there, thousands of mushroom supplements. It's one of the fastest growing categories along with energy drinks and CBD and you know all these things like that. Those are the hot growing categories. Mushrooms are one of the trendiest topics right now. Um, but Live Ultimate, thank God in the very beginning, you know, we got connected to Jeff Chilton and you know we don't you might have to cut that part out because we don't always share our partner's name because it's a proprietary relationship we developed over the years but he taught us you know and he taught us the real the real science behind it from the very beginning he broke out the the life cycle chart and also you know if you think about it common sense is for thousands of years people use the fruiting bodies so fruiting bodies are what you want you want a hundred percent fruiting body ideally that's going to get you the best money for your value so just to kind of rewind and start the question over, what do people want to look for on a label? They want to look for 100% fruiting bodies and they want to see how much of each ingredient is in there. We list how many milligrams of each mushroom is in our product, 450 milligrams for each of most of them. Um, a couple of them have 300 milligrams and one has 150. I think oyster is 150, maitake is 300 and all the others, the six others, all have 450 milligrams. That's almost half a gram. The whole formula is three grams or 3000 milligrams. And that's a lot. I call it a therapeutic amount. I probably shouldn't say therapeutic because that's a medical term, but it does give you um, a potent dose. Uh, you, we can say a potent dose of mushrooms because most mushroom products are a thousand milligrams or 500 milligrams. And that might be all they put in there is 500 or 200 milligrams of mushrooms. And then they load up things like other ingredients that are fillers that make it taste good. There's a product on the market now that chases me on YouTube and on Google every time I, I don't need, I don't want to mention their name because I don't want to give them any more spotlight, but you've probably know who I'm talking about and it's very popular and people just add it to their coffee or add it to their water and it tastes really good. It tastes like hot chocolate or it tastes like, you know, like, um, you know, and, and it's full of sugar and it's full of spices that you can just get cheap at the grocery store online and make your own ultimate shrooms. The thing I love about it and the thing that people should look for on their labels is 100% pure mushroom extracts. We can say that again, 100% pure and organic mushroom fruiting body extracts and nothing else. No fillers, no sugar, no flavors, no, you don't even need to put any herbs in. You can put those in on your own later if you want. If there's a formula you love that's got ashwagandha and reishi, great. But hopefully it is nothing else. I know that ashwagandha is cheaper than the mushrooms in this product. Mushrooms are probably the most expensive superfood in the world. They are considered a superfood and they are probably the most expensive superfood in the world. They're more expensive than any other herb. Wild cordyceps and cordyceps in general is the most expensive mushroom and possibly superfood in the world. Um, unless you get really esoteric and go down some rabbit hole of some compound like NAD, which is something, you know, we can talk about another time, but um, basically um, fruiting body mushrooms are very expensive and that's why most people are not using them is because they don't have the, either they don't have the knowledge or the integrity. And once you have the knowledge, 
then you should, in my opinion, never not do the right thing. And the right thing is to give people their money's worth and not cheapen a product by making it taste good. You can add oat milk and coconut palm sugar and honey and whatever you want. You can add cinnamon, you can add coffee. There's a lot of products now that just put coffee in with the mushroom product. You can, then they're charging ridiculous amounts of money. You know, you're paying for expensive coffee. You're paying for expensive, um, sugary, you know, cinnamon flavored, you know, stuff you could have just got on your, you could have, you can make that on your own, Molly. It's so easy. We do it all the time in my house and live ultimate. Sorry, I turn off my notifications here, but, um, you know, in general, you want to look for hundred percent pure mushroom fruiting bodies. We have that guarantee on our label. You also want to look on the website and see if they have any lab reports on the beta glucans. Oftentimes you won't find the beta glucans on the bottle. I know we do have a guarantee on ours that say our mushroom blend consists of 100% mushroom fruiting bodies containing beta glucan levels, not less than 30%. So that was a long winded way to say that we guarantee 30% or higher beta glucan levels. And our lab reports show 34.5% beta glucans, which if you times 3000 milligrams times 0.345, 34.5%, you get 1,078 milligrams per serving. So in a serving of ultimate shrooms, you get over a gram of beta glucans, which is amazing. Wow. And in most mushroom products, you might not even get 50 milligrams. You might not even get 10 milligrams in some mushroom products. They've third party. The scary thing is Molly, and I'm not here to spread fear at all. I, I'm here to inspire and uplift. But the scary thing is that they do product testing, third party product testing of a lot of products on the market. Investigators do. And they've investigated some of even some of the well-known brands and some of the top experts who are like celebrities and the products are junk. They contain less than 1% of beta glucans, not 35%. They might only have like, and they have alpha glucan levels, which measure the amount of starches. So when we said beta glucans are good, you want them because that's what helps promote immunity, brain function, energy, uh, focus, concentration. Well, alpha glucans are another type of polysaccharide, which is what a beta glucan is technically in organic chemistry, polysaccharide just being a carbon chain. Alpha glucans determine the amount of starches or sugars in a product. You want less than 3%. Naturally, mushrooms produce 3% or less alpha glucans, and they produce beta glucans about 30 to 55%. Remember, they produce a, spe a whole spectrum of a profile of compounds that add up to 100% because a pie can only be 100%, right? The beta glucans make up 35%. The alpha glucans should make up 3%. The acid profile might make up another. 30 to 40%. Then there's ergosterols, there's ergothionine. These are, there's triterpenes in some of the mushrooms. These are all compounds that make up 100% of the pie of the mushroom nutrient profile. Nutrients is a good way to describe what all these compounds are. They're nutrients, um, but they're different than the nutrients you're going to get from like eating vegetables. Mm -hmm. They're totally different nutrients that actually interact with our genes in a different way than when you eat broccoli. When you eat reishi, uh, which you actually have to cook to eat it. You know, you have to actually get, the, you cannot eat reishi. It's like, a, it's like a brick. You'd have to actually use the extract again. But reishi is going to help your body in a totally different way than any vegetable on earth because mushrooms, the genes in mushrooms interact with the genes in our body in a totally different way than any vegetable because they're in a totally different kingdom. So it's super fascinating. The science is just emerging in the last 10 years and it's going to keep emerging and it's just getting started. You know, they haven't done any studies on kids yet. So people ask me all the time about kids and if it's safe. And we don't have any data on kids. There really are no major studies on kids. 
So we need that data. But generally, mushrooms are recognized as safe. And yes, they can be given to kids as long as the parents do their own research. And that's what we always say. Do your own research. D-Y-O-R. It's a big thing. Due diligence. Do your research. Then you are the expert. Don't, 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 don't rely on always asking, you know, a doctor. Because a doctor, a lot of doctors say running is bad for your body. Running is not bad for your body. It's how you run. It's your running form. Mushrooms aren't bad. You know, they might think, oh, mushrooms, mold. You know, a lot of people think of mold when they think of mushrooms because mold is in the mushroom kingdom. There's mycophobia, which means the fear of mushrooms because of like Disney and, you know, like the poisonous mushroom that, you know, they ate in a movie and someone died or whatever, tripped, tripped their head off because they, you know, they, 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 they ate a magic mushroom and all these scary stories that Hollywood created. And also that, you know, books and history, you know, cultures have even created mycophobia. And, you know, and people have it because of, you know, mistakes that people have made, you know, by eating the wrong mushroom or by not cooking it right or by using a spoiled mushroom, you know, you have to have quality control. You know, you need, you need to rely on the experts for certain things. But when it comes to nowadays with information, how, the access we have, Molly, to so much information, we can make a lot of our own medical decisions. We really can, unless it's a life or death thing and you need to consult with a specialist. When it comes to supporting concentration and focus and energy, and if your child is hyperactive and has attention deficit disorder, I would 100% recommend them to give, to give them lion's mane and ultimate shrooms over Adderall, 100%. And this is coming from someone who grew up under the wings of a pharmacist for 35 years. So um, I, and, 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 and I love my mom and I love pharmacy, but the pharmacists, you know, they tend to isolate one compound. And in, in ultimate shrooms, it's a whole spectrum of compounds that work synergistically versus just one compound. One compound never does a great job, in my opinion. It's, it's how they do drugs, you know, pharmaceuticals. But um, in the case of CBD, for instance, there's a, a drug that's from CBD isolate, you know, called Epidiolex. But, you know, if you use a full spectrum CBD that has all these compounds in it, like CBG, CBDVA, CBN, um, CB, there's a whole bunch of compounds in, in hemp. And you need, and they found that you get better medicinal or functional activity, you get better support for your needs, whatever they might be, whatever you're struggling with, you're going to get better support when you take a full spectrum compound or superfood or whole food than if you take a, a drug. So yeah, when it comes to kids, when it comes to, you know, my cats are super hyper and I sometimes give them ultimate shrooms and CBD to relax them. And, you know, kids, same thing, elderly, same thing. You just need to, you know, adults are strong. Adults, we can take high amounts. Did you know for reishi, you can take over 10 grams of fresh reishi a day or um, extract. Um, and this, this compound you know, is three grams and we give you half a gram of, of reishi, 450 milligrams. But Jeff Chilton, you know, he takes 10 to 15 milligrams a day. I'm sorry, 10 to 15 grams a day. And this, you, know, you can look at Chinese research and there are certain mushrooms the Chinese took in larger amounts because they are known as the mushroom of immortality. And they help with so many things, but especially reishi helps with inflammation. So, um, but it's known as the mushroom of immortality. So, um, you know, it's a very legendary mushroom and, and the mushrooms have thousands of years of research. So they're not something that we should be scared about. The Chinese, the Japanese, you know, really enlightened in Eastern cultures have been using and have been using these mushrooms for thousands of years. And it's kind of like yoga, you know, where it's something that the West just kind of caught on to in the last 10 or 20 years. And now we're just starting to open our mind to it. It's a very fascinating time to be in mushrooms because, you know, we have to dispel a lot of rumors and myths. 
And the first thing people ask me when they hear about ultimate shrooms is they, they think, are they magic mushrooms? That's what they yeah. ask me. And I always say, yes, they are. I say they're not psilocybin, but they are magic because they're doing, they do so many incredible things in the body. And that's magic to me. And Same. science is still trying to figure out how, they, how it does it. <laughs> but yes, they are magic mushrooms, but no, they're not psilocybin. And psilocybin has a place in therapy. I know an FDA-approved psychologist in Miami named Dr. Um, Scott um, Fisher. Dr. Scott Fisher is an FDA-approved psychologist that does FDA-controlled studies on psilocybin with PTSD and, and, um, and, uh, um, and other brain injuries. And, and uh, he came to Miami Mushroom Fest and, and spoke on his research. So, you know, there's people doing real FDA-approved research on psilocybin out there. So it's not something we have to tiptoe around anymore. It won't be very much longer before it's legalized in the entire U.S. for therapeutic use. That is. But up. in the meantime, we have Ultimate Shrooms, which is the best legal mushrooms on earth. And they're safe for all athletes. They're not doping. They're not on any banned list. They're 100% safe. They're recognized by the FDA as safe. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're called grass, generally recognized as safe. That's a term, you know? Um, so you don't have to be worried about anything. Like I've studied interactions between drugs and mushrooms and there's very few to none. I mean, you can never say none, but I asked my mom hundreds of times on different case studies where a client would ask me, Brian, I take you know, this prescription drug. Can I take ultimate elixir or ultimate shrooms? And 99.9% .9 of the time, the answer was yes. Just always monitor your health, you know, and always, you know, talk to your doctor too. If you have a close relationship with your doctor, you know, disclose what you're doing that you might've added a new herb, even though mushrooms aren't herb, you might've added a new, you know, you added something to your diet. Yeah, you should tell your doctor then if they're closely monitoring you, but there's very few to no interactions. I mean, I'm not gonna say none because that's never the case, but it's very rare that there could ever be a detrimental interaction between a pharmaceutical drug use and a, and a mushroom. Like let's say antidepressants. It's very rare that if you were on an antidepressant, Mushrooms do help boost mood and they could be taken with an antidepressant, but you'd want to monitor that with your doctor. I'm not saying there's no possible, you know, way there could be an interaction. I'm just saying that in general, people who are, you know, taking prescription drugs for a certain reason, or they, um, there's no food interactions. Let's be clear about that. So prescription drugs, it's very rare. I'll just leave it at that. So and I have a couple more minutes if you want to go, you know, two or three more minutes. I know we were going to stop, but we didn't talk about what a functional mushroom is yet. <laughs> well, yeah, we can we can end on that. I know I don't want to send you over time and have you be late for um, what you have to go to. So maybe we can end on that, and then yeah. um, you can just tell people where where they can find you if you have um, a website or some information yeah. or maybe some recommended um, research they can um, uh -huh. start to look into and just stuff like that, and then. Maybe we'll have a part two because <laughs> there's- Yeah, still let's so do a part two for sure because I, I feel like I was kind of all over the place, but I just wanted to give you as much information as I could. Hopefully I didn't vomit it on you. I know that that's something we're always cautious of is not to, it's you kind of like baby steps with you know this stuff because you, you want, people are very curious. So you want to just give them the back, background, like, you know, what is mycelium versus what is a fruiting body? You know, you can go to Google and type in, you know, um, beta glucan and the WebMD definition is that it's a polysaccharide that um, can help um, with immunity and it can help with other health benefits, but it's found in numerous things, but the highest concentration, when I say numerous, it's found in like three or four things. It's found in um, oats in small amounts, in very small amounts in oats. 
It's also found in yeast in small amounts. And it's found in mushroom fruiting bodies in the highest amount in nature. So nature's highest amount of fruiting bodies, exponentially highest amount, you know, significant, the most highest amount by a landslide is, is fruiting body mushrooms. So you want to make sure you're buying a mushroom fruiting body product, 100% pure with no fillers. If you want to get your money's worth and you want to be a purist, because, you know, if you're not, if you're getting fillers, then the company is just, it's a rug pull, to be honest. It's a rug pull. Um, I'm all about purity. Um, you can add the things in secondarily, unless you're, you know, on vacation and you're at a cafe and you want to get your fancy frappuccino with your mushroom product. But I would still ask, you know, are you getting your mushrooms from mycelium or from fruiting body? And are they organic or not? And do you have third-party lab reports on the heavy metals? Because we do. We have third-party lab reports that we do annually on the heavy metals and the beta-glucans to guarantee their amounts. We want low amounts of heavy metals, which occur naturally in nature, and we want high amounts of beta-glucans. And um, so basically people should go to healthline.com is my opinion, has the most um, evidence-based um, website on earth. And I have no relationship with them, but they are um, a website that I have really grown fond of over the years because every single claim they make has a hyperlink to a study. So they will not make a single claim without hyperlinking it to a trusted source. And at the top of every article, there's a box that says evidence-based with a check mark. Every single article is evidence-based. And that's a big thing. Trusted sources, evidence-based, third-party lab reports, third-party testing, where it's not the company making the claim. It could be an investigator making the claim. And one of the top um, investigators in the world for the mushroom industry, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, he has a podcast called Heal Thyself. He studied over 60 companies with green products, and he found that Live Ultimate was one of the most transparent and highest quality mushroom products on the market. Wow. Yeah. And he, he, he really loves our authenticity and our transparency. You want a transparent company. Um, so we do have other researchers that have looked into our product and, and looked at our COAs, our, our certificates of analysis. And um, basically, you know, when you do your research, just look for evidence-based research that has studies to back up any claims. Healthline is my go-to. You can also go on YouTube. Just make sure that, you know, you're, you're you know, don't just take anyone's word for it. Do your own research. You know, if it sounds too good to be true, it might be. It's the same thing with everything, with cryptocurrency, with sports, with nutrition, with family. You got to really, you know, be sober minded and do research. Don't just trust the first person you come across to give you the straight truth, which the straight truth is hard to get. The straight truth takes, you know, digestion of, you know, almost years of research, you know, like, or at least weeks, you know, <laughs> like one day is not going to get you to the bottom of this rabbit hole. I've been researching mushrooms for over 20 years. Literally, I can say that. And, and it's still a, a complex subject that sometimes people are like, Brian, you lost me 20 minutes ago. And I'll be like, I'm sorry, let me back up and explain what a beta-glucan is again, because it's a polysaccharide and that's a chain of carbons. And it, it influences your brain and your, and your immune system in a very special way. It interacts with your genes. That's something that's hard for us to understand. So sometimes people do just have to take your word for it. But you want to look for lab reports. You want to look for evidence. The company should be able to provide that, that you buy the mushrooms from. A functional mushroom in a nutshell is a medicinal mushroom. We're just not allowed to say medicinal mushrooms. That's a claim we can't make. That's a, um, a medical term to call something medicinal. And uh, to be in compliance with the FDA, the term now that's used in the supplement industry um, is functional mushrooms. So all the companies now say functional instead of medicinal. And that's a big thing. Um, you can still say medicinal, you know, but 
if you want to get taken a little more seriously, you want, you want to say functional. And a functional mushroom just means it has many functions that also support your body in many ways and your brain. And it's just, it's a little bit of a softer claim. So Live Ultimate is proud to have the strongest, you know, functional mushroom formula on the market with 3000 milligrams per serving, no fillers added, 100% pure, fruiting bodies only, lab guaranteed beta-glucan levels above 30%, and alpha-glucan levels are at 2.3%. I didn't mention that. But most mycelium-based products have alpha-glucan levels of 60 to 80%, which means when you buy a lot of these cheap uh, mushroom products on Amazon and on the marketplace at the grocery store, like 90 plus percent of them are mycelium-based, and you're basically paying for expensive brown rice because you're getting mostly brown rice coming along in the process. And the marketing can be great. It can be a super sexy looking product. It can make all the claims that the, 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 the artist behind the, the branding did an incredible job maybe and some celebrities backing it. That doesn't mean anything. You could just be getting the placebo effect, which is real. The placebo effect does influence your body. You could be taking something that's, you could be taking M&Ms and be thinking they're cordyceps, you know, but it's not, you know, uh, the, the, the placebo effect is real. And uh, you need to know the science. The more you know, the more empowered you are. And I think that's a beautiful way to end this podcast is don't, you know, just take someone else's word for it. D-Y-O-R, do your own research, be your own botanist. You know, you can be your own botanist. You can be your own mycologist. You can be your own nutritionist. You can be your own doctor. You can. You can't say you're a doctor in the sense that you're not accredited, but you can be your own doctor. There's plenty of people who, who take care of themselves their entire lives without going to the doctor and they do just fine. And some people do worse when they go to see a doctor. So you got to be careful and you always want to do your own research, get a second opinion and also, you know, rely on experts, you know, but also a wide range of experts, you know, because some experts might disagree on, oh, well, you know, um, there's not enough data yet. Well, we have 5,000 years of ch traditional Chinese medicine and Japanese have been using these mushrooms for thousands of years too. And the herbal knowledge that goes back from mushrooms is thousands of years old, Molly. And they've been using them for so many things from infertility. And then people literally were having babies after taking cordyceps. I mean, that's insane. Great. It, people have families and they couldn't have them before, or they had their, their sexual function was lost or they had no energy. There's people, I had Lyme's disease twice in Wisconsin as a forester and I used mushrooms for Lyme's disease and I no longer have any symptoms. I, I kicked Lyme's disease within 30 days. And that's something that some people battle their whole lives with. So I'm allowed to make that testimonial. As a professional marathon runner, Cordyceps has benefited my running life. It's helped me to become a faster runner with better stamina. And it's helped me to get faster in my 40s than I was in my 30s, which doesn't make any sense, except that I take mushrooms every single day, medicinal, functional, beta-glucan rich mushrooms from Live Ultimate. And I take them right before I run, about an hour before, 30 minutes before I run. Um, and, and they support me so much with my um, athletic goals. But if you're not an athlete, they're going to support you with your lifestyle goals, you know, which is just having more energy, you know, not needing as much coffee. You know, you don't even need coffee if you don't want it. I like having one cup a day and I like mixing my mushrooms into one cup of quality coffee a day in the morning. But, um, you know, some people replace their, their coffee intake by just using uh, mushroom tea or by making a fake coffee called a mushroom coffee, but it actually is caffeine free. Our product is caffeine free, by the way. So but yeah, empower yourself, educate yourself and share it. You know, don't be shy. You know, you can educate your grandma, you know, like what a beta glucan is, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm people are having with cryptocurrency. Grandma doesn't know what Ethereum is. She wants yeah. to know what it is. You know, <laughs> grandma doesn't know what beta glucan is. Grandma doesn't know why everyone's into CBD now. 
She might think that it's like marijuana. It's not, you know, it's a compound in hemp, you know, psilocybin is just one mushroom species out of billions in the world or millions, you know, and, and lion's mane is a tremendous asset for elderly people. So we should get all of our grandmas, you know, take ultimate shrooms and grandpas and they'll live a lot longer life, higher quality too, higher quality of life and a longer life. Yeah. I'm a huge advocate for people or a huge proponent for people being an advocate for their own health. Yeah. And it's so important. And I want to be able to, I think you mentioned a YouTube video that you have. Um, yeah, you can follow, um, you can follow me on YouTube. I'm Brian, the botanist on YouTube. It's Brian with a Y, by the way, B-R-Y, Brian, the botanist on YouTube and Instagram. Also live ultimate as a great YouTube channel. And then finally, uh, look up Dr. Christian Gonzalez, Heal Thyself podcast. He has a great, he's a great researcher. He researches the market. Um, and he's also an oncologist, um, a naturopathic oncologist. So he treats cancer naturally wow. uh, without, without chemotherapy. Um, he does um, alternative treatments for cancer. And he's one of the U.S.'s most respected oncologists for naturopathy, wow. allopathic, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, um, just do research online and and look for look for evidence. Yeah. That's a big thing look for evidence because there's some people that were trying to say like that mushrooms can help cure HIV or AIDS. And that's a claim we can't make. There's no research that shows that. Yes, they can boost your immune system, but we can't say that mushrooms cure cancer or that they cure AIDS. That's giving false hope. They can help support cancer patients. Absolutely. They can help support someone going through chemotherapy. Absolutely. I've lost some of my best friend. I lost one of my best friends to cancer, to brain cancer. And I, and I wish I, this was 15 years ago and I wish I would have, you know, recommended medicinal mushrooms. I don't know if it could have made a difference, but I didn't say anything back then because it all happened so quickly. Mm. But um, he was going to get all the traditional methods um, and had a lot of money, but unfortunately he died and that was really sad. And, you know, and I've lost a couple of close people to cancer. And I think that nowadays, if I'm, if I know someone with cancer, I'm going to give, I'm going to tell them to take ultimate shrooms and take an extra amount of every other mushroom that's got beta glucans in it because they help so much with, they don't do any harm by the way, Melissa, or sorry, uh, Molly, I'm sorry to call you most. They don't do any negative harms. No, there's no negative side effects. So I don't know why people would be scared of a mushroom. They should embrace them. They're, they're a kingdom that that's they're, they're, I like to think of them as our supportive someone's they're called Los Ninos, the children of the forest. And they're our supportive someone's they're here to support us. Awesome. Perfect. I, I just sense a part two coming because I have so many more questions, but I knew you have to yeah. Head out. So part thank two. you. So part two, you got to get like the thing where you turn over the glass, the hourglass, and I can yeah. only speak for thirty seconds to a minute because I will speak for five to ten minutes and lose track. <laughs> We've been speaking for over an hour and I lost track of time. And I know I had a hard stop and I'm going to be late to my track club, but it's okay. I had a really great time talking mushrooms with you, and I love your enthusiasm and your open mindedness and your um, you know, you're very warm and have a nice um, nice way of, of of conversation. You know, some people are very skeptical. It's okay. I like skeptics too. Um, with the skeptics, I'm going to have to actually open my browser and go into some deep research yeah. and, and talk about case studies then. But with you, I can talk in more general strokes and we can, we can open up the screen next time too and show people. But I think the best thing is with an introduction is just get people to understand that mushrooms are so much more than a stir fry and so yeah. much more, so much more than a magic mushroom from the hippie days of the eighties and seventies, the seventies, I should say in sixties, uh, so much more than psilocybin and so much more than, but psilocybin itself is an incredible story, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more than a shiitake on a pizza or a portobello mushroom. It, it's, it's, it's a fascinating kingdom that also they're making homes out of mycelium 
They're making materials like clothing, Lululemon and Adidas and Stella McCartney are making clothing now out of mycelium. And they're working with a company that's turning mushrooms into clothing. So, and Elon Musk is thinking about making homes on Mars out of chitin, which is the mushroom fruiting body compound I told you about. They're going to 3D print chitin apparently on Mars and make homes that can be um, lived in. And the building material for the home would be the mushroom fruiting body, but it would be basically them flash producing through 3D printing the chitin, you know, as a compound, like how we use carbon or how we use silicon for computers, you know, they would use chitin. And, um, you know, a University of Stanford researcher um, built a home in San Francisco out of reishi uh, bricks, out of mycelium made from reishi, and it's stronger than concrete. So just like hemp, you know, mushrooms, and they're also good for, um, oh gosh, so many things. Mushrooms are great for everything. They're just really, they're good for everything. That's, that's, <laughs> that's cool. It's so fascinating. I mean, I don't know, half that, wow. An argument can be made about every single thing. If, there, if anyone wanted to argue anything about mushrooms, I mean, you can make a, I'm sure you can make a car out of mushrooms. So. <laughs> it sounds like it, jeez. You can make a fuel out of it. You could make, uh, yeah, I mean, they're making medicines. I mean, foods, they're making everything out of them. So yeah, all right, Molly, it was great hanging out with you today. Uh, where are you located, by the way? I'm in Denver right now. Oh, amazing. All right. I've only been to Denver once in my life, but uh, hopefully next time I come visit, we can hang out and have a co mushroom coffee and, yes. and do a part three. Absolutely. I am so excited. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. All of Let's you do it again. Perfect. Awesome. Molly. Take care. You too. Bye. Keep living ultimate. Yes. Bye.